असलम क्या हाल है हम सबके उम्मीद अब सब लोग ठीक होंगे सो द सेंचुरियन टेस्ट बिटवीन पाकिस्तान एंड ऑस्ट्रिया साउथ अफ्रीका जस्ट लास्ट डेट फॉर टू एंड हाफ टू एंड हाफ डेज एंड जस्ट फिनिश टेस्टे काइंड ऑफ अ गेम लाइक प्रॉबली केप टाउन थर्टी विच पाकिस्तान गुड एव वन एंड लाइक टेस्ट इन द पास इज वर्ल्ड आई थिंक इट्स मॉट ड्यू टू दिसमल सेकेंड इनिंग्स बैटिंग आई थिंक द फर्स्ट इनिंग्स आई थिंक साउथ अफ्रीका they brought in uh, the the twin oliver picked up 11 wickets they brought him in place of one philander i think who had a finger injury so pakistan batted first on a green top i think uh uh it was pretty challenging condition i think what i saw there there was a bit of uneven pace and bounce and i've generally seen in south africa that the ball does swing a bit as well and with pace and bounce not the most probably south africa is the most challenging conditions for a batting team particularly on a green pitch and uh, twin oliver really bowled well and he bowled his heart out and um, from pakistan side i think they had got a bit of a partnership in the first innings also shan masood looked really well on his comeback he played came in place of the injured harris wail shan masood making his comeback into the test team playing at number 3 he batted well i think he scored 19 in the first innings and he looked good at the crease i think he was unfortunate that he got out that was a pretty unfortunate dismissal in the first innings then he had a bit of a partnership with azhar ali and then uh, there was a bit of collapse then 111 for 8 and um, Babar Azam I think that was the best batting I've seen his best innings ever until up till date and the way he played against the best one of the best fast bowlers and the highest wicket taker of South Africa and Test Dale Steyn the way he played him with ease and the way he smashed him around the park that was probably an inevitable treat to watch and not just me and even the great commentators were praising that knock I've seen and uh, that innings basically along with some support from Hassan Ali was a pretty handy batsman as well got Pakistan to a bit of a fighting score then they had uh, so the, the bowl pakistan bowl well particularly shaheen shah afridi amir bowl really well on his comeback he got four wickets and uh, the pitcher was offering help to the seamers and uh, i think it's more that the pakistan and south africa both have good bowling attacks it's just that the batting is a weaker unit as i said in my tweet that if pakistan manages to get 300 plus score they have they managed to somehow score to 350 to 300 they have a chance of winning this game because they have a good bowling attack that's south africa 43-4 and then uh, Tony's the Bruin and the Tampa Bomb got a bit of a partnership and uh, did take South Africa a bit out of trouble and Pakistan I think that stage they they caught me because the result could have been different and then also Quinton Decock and down the order batted really really well with the tail and got South Africa a lead of 42 and then Pakistan were in a good position that is where the, they lost basically the test match Mamul Haq and Shaan Masood once again looked good to the crease and Mamul Haq got a 50 which was a much needed knock from, from him considering he was quite under pressure and he played uh, really well uh did uh, pull the ball quite well even shaan masood handled the pace pretty well and uh, they had a bit of a partnership and uh, the that imamulx dismissal basically brought in the collapse and where they lost 90 runs with nine wickets for 90 runs and uh, basically i think a couple of wickets were basically thrown away particularly by the seniors in azhar ali asad shafiq sarfraz ahmed i think uh, that they even got scolded from the coach and uh, basically those were reckless shots not uh, like uh, south africa there was much demons in the pitch i agree that babar azam basically got got a pretty good ball from fagi sorabada who bowled well uh, in partner to duane oliver who was taking the bulk of wickets and um, hasan ali once again played a bit of a cameo and Sha- even shaan masood played a reckless shot which was not required at that stage so basically pakistan were looking that they could have caught in a lead of 200 250 then they set south africa 149 to win the test match they had bowled well at the, at the start as well and suddenly got a wicket early of aiden markram for a duck then i think they had even missed chances i think the third empire uh, 
not giving that out that uh, Dean Elkett is missing and I think Hashim Amla as well got dropped to the West South Africa might have been 3 down quite early maybe for 16 and that could have changed the game further but once again the Pakistan got wickets at the end Amla and Amla and Elkett batted pretty well after they got chances and Amla because he wasn't uh, out of form he he got South Africa close to, uh, to the victory line and once Pakistan got wickets I think it was a bit too late uh, considering they needed to break the partnership a bit earlier and maybe at that maybe 60-70 runs more could have made a difference a hell lot of difference and this was a good chance for Pakistan to go 1-0 up in the series and win the test match for the next test I think I'm still hearing that Haris Suhail is unfit I think they might uh, Haris Suhail maybe they might drop in Fakhar Zaman I was saying that maybe they should make a similar uh, bad play a similar lineup to the England series where they had Fahim and Shatab coming in at 7 as I was talking that Taylanders uh, playing quite a crucial role particularly for England and Australia as well and these runs from the lower order become quite handy in the context of the game so uh, Fahim Ashraf could have been really ideal in these conditions Yasser Shah bowled well in the second innings but I'll probably play maybe a similar lineup to the England series maybe bring in Shatab as well as the spinner I think Cape Town offers a bit of spin last time when Pakistan played there they had Saeed Ajmal and he took 10 wickets over there and uh, basically Pakistan even had an opportunity to win that test match and uh, but also that match was lost due to a bit of a poor batting show in the second innings so let's see how Pakistan play and how the pitch will play that will decide what lineup they have to play if the Haris Suhail is coming in then I think high chances that Fakhar Zaman might be out of the test match and um, they might bring in Fahim or maybe they shorten the batting let's see what happens in the next game which is on 3rd of Jan so there is a little bit of a gap and they need to rethink and come back with a better strategy and need to bat better basically and not throw away good opportunities because in South African conditions you won't get these opportunities on a regular basis and uh, let's see how they play in the next two tests so yeah guys that's it I will catch you all again soon after the Cape Town test match until then this is me signing off uh, have a good day take good care of yourself and bye bye السلام علیکم کیا حال ہے آپ سب کے امید آپ سب لوگ ٹھیک ہوں گے سو ٹوڈے پاکستان جسٹ لاس دا سیکنڈ ٹیسٹ میچ ٹو ساؤتھ افریقہ اینڈ دا لوز دا سیریز ٹو زیرو اینڈ ود ون میچ ٹو گو ان چوہانس برگ آن الیونتھ آف جنوری اینڈ ساؤتھ افریقہ وان دا ٹیسٹ میچ بائی نائن وکٹس اینڈل مارجن اینڈ دے ٹین ایل کا فنیشنگ دا گیم آف سو پرٹیکولرلی آئی تھنک واٹ کاس پاکستان ان دس گیم آف پرٹیکولرلی دا فرسٹ اننگ بیٹنگ پرفارمنس واز that poor yeah it was a, t- a little bit of a tough pitch as well i think most of the b- b- batsmen were uh, most of the wickets were taken off the short ball and pakistan has generally known to struggle against the short pitch bowling so it was a bit challenging but also some poor batting involved in between and uh, from the first innings what has been the best highlight of this two for pakistan i think positives is that sh- the batting of shan masood the way he came back and uh, performed and particularly playing the pull shot particularly well and countering the pace and bounce and he played well in both the innings and uh, it was good to see him perform consistently easily been our best batsman has been our best batsman in the tour then the captain Safras getting runs in the first innings batted well otherwise Pakistan would have not even gotten to that score which they did in the end and uh, him and uh, Shan Masood being the only standard performers with a bit of a cameo from Ahmed and then um, Shan Masood also batted really well in the second innings. Also, Barbara Razan carried his good form from the previous test. The way he played against Dale Stain was something special to watch out. Then, I think the bowling, I think they bowled well, particularly on day two. But uh, I don't think they... Day two, day three, day two, particularly because they bowled, I think, without luck as well, like a pass. What had one LBW call uh, overturned. <coughs> Sorry. 
Barca had one over incredibly called overturn and then also a catch that was really his decision basically went against Pakistan also I think Pakistani bowlers did not have that high level of pace which the South African bowlers had and that does give you an advantage on these surfaces so they also lack the pace maybe a fitness being a major issue and uh, Amir Boulwell picked up four wickets and um, what has been disappointing is that the seniors, particularly Azhar Ali, not stepping up. His form has been a bit of a worry, though he got a bit of a good ball in the first innings. But uh, I believe that uh, his form is concerning that he has had a dip of form. Both of these, Azhar Ali and Asad Shafiq, since the retirement of Ms. Balhaq and Yunus Khan from the test squad, their averages have been in the low 30s. And uh, definitely their paces, uh, Asad Shafiq batted really well in the second innings, though he scored 88. But, uh, they need these uh, senior players to perform more consistently or definitely they will be shown the door if they don't perform in the next game and uh, uh, also because I, I've heard that the coach also was against Asaj Fik's inclusion in the side so basically I think uh, it's their places are in danger and they need uh, to perform to be able to cement their place in the side and stamp their authority maybe I don't think they were ready for this senior also I think Parks and Mr. Trick by not playing Fahim Ashrafur could have been really handy as South Africa went for the old pace attack too also his batting needs a bit of improvement but he can score a couple of handy runs also like in England for, they had Fahim and Shadab Khan and they added 70 runs or runs and then they which helped Parks and win that Lord's test they scored 350 or in the end and uh, for Yamashav and Shadab Khan particularly Yasir Shah I think uh, his struggle has a poor record outside the UAE and uh, only has 20 because also these conditions won't suit his bowling much because I think he also does not have a good back of the hand goodly which Shadab has and uh, uh, only relies on one type of spin and which UAE, the ball tends to turn a bit more than in South African conditions. So I think Shadab and Fahim would have been ideal options to go. Fakhar Zaman's form is definitely a worry. And his shot was particularly poor in the second innings. They tried, send, tried sending him at number six. And that was, uh, that, was a, that, that was a ploy and it did not work. And he played a poor shot and got out of uh, the bowling of Kagiso Rabada. Rabada picked up four along with Stain. So the positives from this match was that the batsmen showed some sort of resistance in the second innings uh, and particularly three batsmen, Babar Azam, uh, Asad Jafiq and Shan Masood stepping up and uh, could have been a better show. I think Asad Jafiq and Shan's dismissal, particularly ball which they could have left and they could have maybe, if they batted well and scored a similar, uh, had a similar score in the first innings, they would have probably given South Africa a target of 150 odd and would have been able to put up a fight. But I credit South Africa also, they played particularly well, particularly the batsmen when Faf to Plessy then runs from Deco down the order along with the tail which is why I emphasize that we do need all-rounders and also good batting from Tamba Bawuma as well after giving, giving, getting two lives and uh, so basically it was a good all-round performance from South, South Africa in the end and became their seventh consecutive series uh, win at home and also what Pakistan needs to do I think particularly to do well in the test circuit I think they need to play the first class performance particularly revamp the test side can't basically select players from the T20 format for your test T20 format and for your test side you need someone for particularly for a batsman in test you need someone with a solid defense and uh, good technique because it's harder the ball tends to move around more and uh, hard basically test cricket does test your temperament your patience your skills so basically you need to be basically particularly the best first class performance of the one who should merit a place in the test side and I think Abid Ali should also be given a chance maybe in place of Imam because he struggled played a particularly bad shot in the second and outside his off stream slashing that was a poor shot but they need to basically maybe bring in first class performer Abid Ali should try and give him an opportunity because he's been doing particularly well in the A tour as well and um, 
Sharmasu definitely justified his selection because he played in the domestic game and improved his game. Uh, going back to domestic cricket helped him a lot. That is why he became an improved player. So basically, that is what we need to do. And hopefully, they will pick Fahim and get the combination right for the third test and at least win one game. And uh, could have been one-one if they won the first test, but uh, wasn't meant to be. So yeah, that's it, guys. I will catch you all again soon with another podcast after the third test match. And then this is me signing off. Take good care of yourself and goodbye. Assalamu alaikum. How are you all? I hope you're doing well. So. Pakistan just lost the third test match against South Africa by 107 runs and got whitewashed 3-0 another poor performance by the Pakistan team in general let's come back to the first innings in general Pakistan lost the toss South Africa chose to bat first Dean Elgar made the standing captain due to Faf Duplessy not being available due to slow rate stuff so they won the toss chose to bat first scored 262 I believe well, it was a Got them out for a good score on that pitch, which was not a very tough pitch to bat on compared to the one which India got against South Africa, which had any bounce. We did bowl a bit loose at the start, I believe, and uh, Markram batted beautifully, cashed in, scored 90, and uh, Amla batted well in both the innings, particularly played a crucial knock in the second innings, and uh, had a good partnership with uh, Markram first, and they had 108 runs at uh, lunch session, and they were a bit loose, but also Zabir Hamza batted well on debut along with De Bruyne. And I uh, believe that South Africa, we had them, uh, got them out in a very good position when they were 229 for 3. And uh, we made a terrific comeback with Mohamed Ahmed and Mohamed Abbas bowling particularly well. Fahim Ashraf and Shatak Khan were brought into the team to strengthen the bowling and batting, basically, strengthen the batting, particularly, as they both are pretty handy low down the order. So, Mohamed Abbas and Ahmed particularly bowled well in that uh, when they picked up 33, uh, when they picked up 7 wickets for 33 runs. That was a fantastic comeback considering South Africa at one stage were looking at might get easily 350. That was a pretty good comeback by the Pakistani bowlers to get them out for 262. Had due to help of reverse swing as well and uh, bowl better lines after in that last session. Then basically, I think what cost them is again the batting performance, the poor batting performance, and I think. Uh, a couple of dismissals, particularly Azhar Ali had had a torrid tour because the batting line revolved around him considerably because Azhar Ali and Azhar Shafiq were considered as the senior players after the retirement of Ms. Paul Huck and Yunus Khan. So they were basically considered as the senior players and uh, they were supposed to take the role. And Azhar Ali was poor throughout the series, particularly Olivier picking up most of his wickets through bouncers and I think his technique was definitely poor against the short delivery which is why it has been the main reason for his struggle and he wasn't looking comfortable at all he had got a start in the first test got 36 and got out to a bouncer but he's got out in a similar fashion ever since and uh, basically in the first innings, i think philander it was a ball which he could have left played it outside off stump and uh, philander bowled well and uh, also once again olivier carrying his good form no real partnership i believe that pakistan threw with the opportunity once again like in the first test they were 168 for 5, looking at at least they could have gotten above 250, 250 at least if Safraz and Baba had stayed out there. Then both of them played reckless shots and also a reckless shot from Fahim. They basically lost 5 wickets over there and that is what's been happening in the series. One couple of good partnerships and then losing wickets. Imam Alak also being given opportunities, I think at least 2 drop catches. So that's been the main problem and worry that they, lo- they used to get some partnership and then they used to lose wickets. 
in clusters, which became a problem. Then 168 for five, and they got bowled out for 125, 17 runs, five wickets, 77 run lead to South Africa, which was not good enough. The for Pakistan's sake, and they gave back the advantage to South Africa, and that was particularly the main reason why the struggle in this tour is more due to the batting than the bowling department. The batting that is down and basically no real solidity from the top order in particular even Shan Masood not performing up to the mark which he did in the previous two tests he got a good ball as well in the first innings so 185 all out that is where they probably handed South Africa the one to 77 lead a bit too much maybe 250 to 60 would have changed the course of the game then we came out to bowl again and uh, I believe that uh, we had them in a, in a good spot about there 45 for 4 that's where basically first Bawuma got some hand runs with Hashim Amla built a partnership and Hashim Amla played probably the best innings I've seen one of his best innings because it was not that easy to bat out on that pitch some sort of uneven mouse the ball was swinging and Fahim was particularly bowling well and he bowled well throughout this test match he picked up six wickets Hassan Ali was a bit wayward and uh, basically for we had them in trouble then they had a bit of a partnership then basically the main partnership that took the game away from Pakistan was the one between Dekok and Asha Mahabla and Dekok batted beautifully scored 100 down the order which is why that you need to have a good keeper batsman and be down the order he reminds me of Adam Gilchrist the way he plays attackingly and 40-50 minutes of the crease could be pretty handy and he came out down the order and got some pretty handy runs for South Africa and basically caught them in the position where they were basically where they basically had won they basically where they could not lose the game and um, needed a miracle uh, to Pakistan to win the game from that position and also he got good support from the tail that is where the tail end runs are important and Pakistan seems to have the, have the worst tail ever and Pakistan came out to bat some better technique shown by the batsman and uh, openers got off to a better start got off to a good start I think got a 60 or opening partnership from Mahmudak getting after 35 a ball which he could have left from Dale State which was angling in the fourth fifth time line Shan Masood's dismissal was a bit controversial I think he it basically hit some part of his bat then pad and to, uh, to the uh, to the fielder and uh, he got a foot getting after getting a starter as a relief was looking a bit edgy in the crease I think he survived two decisions I think one the ball basically hit his uh, hit his uh, high and uh, was taken and then one catch and uh, with no appeal from South Africa so basically he wasn't looking that comfortable on the crease so he got out the, uh, the bowling of Olivier with the bouncer then Asa Chafik and Barber looked good and gave Parks and some so, so a little bit of hope of a victory those two stayed out there they played a bit attacking cricket particularly Shafiq liked uh, cutting the ball and he did look to score runs quickly and uh, when you can see that his runs came a bit too late when considering that uh, he, a 265 runs as Ramin pointed that uh, he should be proud of his effort I believe that Asa Chafik should not be proud because he should not be proud of, of this effort because he did not end up winning Pakistan the match he, uh, he don't end up and win the game okay I will say that he should have been proud like the Brisbane game where he got Pakistan close opening the match that is where I've said that it was more of a fighting note but this was a match where you still needed uh, at least 100, 200, almost 200 runs. So uh, he didn't, it wasn't a match-winning knock by any means, and uh, got out playing a strange shot. I think of the bowling of uh, Philander, and uh, then Shadab Khan batted well, showed good technique, and I believe that Shadab Khan is a pretty handy batsman lower on the order, a better bat than Fahim for sure, because he a guy can score runs in England, and he, particularly the way he batted in Headingley when the ball was swinging and the other batsman was struggling literally he became sure that he was one of the best batsmen over there and 
basically he showed good resistance so basically he can bat and he almost got his third test half century 47 not out stranded at the end so basically pakistan all out for 273 i believe that the batting performance has been dismal so i think what they need to do is basically definitely seniors place definitely comes under the question particularly azhar ali's poor record dismal overseas and i believe that radical changes would need to be made in the team and i believe what sanjeev majrekar pointed out that pakistan needs to have more a tours because they do help you to get acclimatized to the conditions why india has been doing well you should look to select your best performers in the domestic circuit and play in the a team and give them chance and uh, to get acclimatized to south africa and at least make a policy that you need to select one or two three players from the a tour squad in your team and uh, who perform well so basically you kind of need to make some changes in the team as particularly the seniors i believe that either at least one of them needs to go maybe but even because that shafiq also he got runs but people and because those runs were not beneficial to pakistan anyway so one of these i think will need to be shown the door and radical changes will need to be made and i think need to improve the quality of the first class cricket definitely conditions pitches deliveries for those who were saying that why were pakistani bowlers are lacking the pace the reason also also is the pitches in the first class circuit is that they don't encourage that much quick bowling basically i think they're green they you do get a lot of swing and seam so basically you don't need to bowl much with much pace with the medium pace you tend to get most amount of wickets so that also plays a big impact which is why you're not seeing express pace fast bowlers also fear to fitness is important and uh, suppose selections may be playing yasir shah in the first two tests also did affect pakistan could have at least won the centurion test and uh, yasir shah played in conditions which was not supposed to be suiting his bowling at all maybe should have looked to play fahim in the earlier two tests considering the way he bowled so need to make radical changes in the team look to play more first class performers for sure in this team and like we showed an example of shan masood he was the one of the best batsmen for pakistan in the series loved the way babar played against him so shan masood because he came from a first class cricket and we saw that he had a better back lift upright chest so that he could handle the bounce better and he had made an amendment in his technique which helped him a lot in this tour and he looked like an improved batsman that is what first class cricket does to you why you need to basically play first class and not only select performers based on 2020 performances because you need a good defense and a solid technique to be able to survive in test match cricket also fakhar zaman was not that good in the first two test matches he played definitely was struggling and has a tech, bit of technical flaw i would say hope we do well in the one days and uh, because uh, that is a format people have believed that we can do better i believe that south africa bowling attack isn't that strong in the one day format then compared to it was how it was in the test matches so at least it could be 3-2 either way and at least in the t20s we should look to win 3-0 if not 3-0 at least 2-1 so need to make radical changes and uh, definitely one of the seniors needs to be kicked out at least and uh, and uh, need to select first class performers So yeah guys that's it until then this is me signing off we'll catch you all again soon after the one day series until then this is me signing off take good care of yourself and bye bye